place it comfortably. Evening, everyone. Um, I uh, recently gave a session in Melbourne, and so the talk that I'm going to give tonight is somewhat a repeat of one of the talks I gave there. There may be a briefer version, so if you want to hear the longer version, it's on a podcast. Um, but to give it a name, um, it's Golden Repair, or The Art of Golden Repair. Um, as a bit of um, background, um, a few years ago I wrote a book on um, couple therapy and Zen, a Zen perspective on it. And in writing one of the case studies up into a story, um, at the end of the, the story about a couple I'd worked with, I used a metaphor um, that the couple's relationship had been broken, like a broken Japanese bowl, and um, it had been put to get back together. And there is a Japanese art of mending bowls, which is called um, kintsugi, translates as the art of golden repair. So when a, when a bowl breaks, they actually um, have these gold seams through it um, that hold it together. And the, um, the, the bowl is even stronger, do you know, for having been repaired with those gold seams. And so I was using this as a metaphor, this couple, that the relationship had been broken, but had been put back together and you could see the gold seams, kind of like the emotional scars were there to be seen, but it was actually stronger than what it was before through that process. Now, um, at the time I thought that it was an original metaphor, but I've since discovered that many people have used it before me. Um, and, uh, and a lot of people in Japan, I would imagine, have um, made that link as using that art of golden repair um, as a metaphor for, for healing, um, not just in relationships, but healing generally. And what is very, what goes together um, with the art of golden repair is the Japanese aesthetic ideal of wabi-sabi, which I've spoken about some time before. Wabi-sabi, um, now I'm not, not quite sure if, if it's the wabi or the sabi, but the two words together um, mean, in a sense, to, to travel alone um, through the impermanence of life. So the sense of wabi-sabi as an aesthetic ideal um, is very rooted in Zen practice and in Buddhism um, in the sense that life is momentary, transitory, impermanent um, and um, things and human beings are marked by the passage of time. Mm -hmm. So instead of the idea of some aesthetic of something being shiny and new with no flaws in it or whatsoever, do you know an, an old bowl is really appreciated because it was broken and it was chipped and its history shows like it's like the scars of being broken are there no one they're not being hidden at all they're there to be seen and they're there to be appreciated as the the marks of existence um, that 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 object has traveled through and um, the same applies to human beings when we look at when we think as Zen is a way of of healing and there's different forms of therapy which are ways of healing but it's not the kind of healing um, that if I could say is um, superficial 
in the sense of, you know, you've been you've been chipped by life. You know, you, you the you know the surface of you has been smashed. You know, and crazed. You know, you've even been broken. It's not Zen practice. It's not about like putting it all together and putting a rendering on it and painting over it so it looks like it's just brand new and nothing happened. Right? Zen practice is more like the healing that occurs is like that bowl. Right? So the emotional scars show of suffering. You know, it's not something to hide. It's something that's actually there in the narrative and the experience of a human being. And um, so it's not like doing psychological cosmetic surgery, you know, on your experience. You know, there's no more scar tissue or anything. It's like that. All of that is is the beauty of of a person, you know, or the beauty of an object. Um, And if I reflect on um, some of the work I do um, therapeutically, um, I actually have, I realised I have a very soft spot for people who um, are recovered alcoholics. Um, why, I don't know, maybe because my father was one, that may be behind it. But I, I just have a soft spot for them. And um, they come across to me as people who, you know, some of the you know, really serious cases of people whose lives have been broken you know, quite, quite dramatically. And the lives of people around them have been broken as well. And, um, and when they go through recovery, you know, been recovery three, five, 15 years, um, you, can, you, can see, you can see in their faces and their demeanor um, the brokenness, you know, and how things have fallen apart and the kind of character which is there but what you often see in them too is a kind of um, a humility that other people often haven't gone through because they've never reached those kind of depths and um, a vulnerability and a kind of authenticity and honesty and all of those characteristics are the gold seams in the bowl Mm -hmm. they're there to be seen they're the cracks you know Um, but the person is stronger those cracks showing rather than covering them up. Um, with things Japanese too, I'm on a Japanese theme here tonight, but I just recently, on the recommendation of a friend, uh, finished reading the book by um, Yukio Mishima, um, who is a well-known um, Japanese writer, called The Decay of the Angel. Uh, and I won't go in to the theme of the book too much. But one very touching um, aspect of the book towards the end of it um, is this old man who's about 80 and um, he's, a, he's led a kind of very worldly, cynical kind of life, even maybe evil kind of life, and uh, hasn't really cared about other people too much. He has this desire to go back to see this Buddhist nun living in a Zen temple in Nara. And he saw her 60 years ago, and obviously her presence made a big impression on him as some kind of a, um, an ideal of purity, maybe, or not caught up in the cynicism of the world. And before he's about to die, he goes back and he sees her again. 
And what's very striking in, in the writing, um, which I find very moving, is that he, he comes back and he looks into this old Buddhist nun's face, which is wrinkled and aged, and he sees not the lines of decay, but the lines of purity and purification, like the character that's just come through from someone who's practised all those years. And, um, and by contrast, there is also what comes to mind is there is a, um, a book which you would know the title of um, called The Picture of Dorian Gray, which was written by Oscar Wilde, which is the opposite kind of experience. So um, in the character in that of Dorian Gray is this very handsome, beautiful young man um, and, um, and he, he's an evil kind of person, you know, he's got no sensitivity or whatever, very self-centred. And he's, he's very beautiful and he, and he keeps his youthful charm right through almost to the end of his life. And before he's about to die, his face gets distorted and twisted into this really ugly kind of face. You know, the beauty just disappears, it just becomes completely ugly, as though all the evil karma came back into his face just before he died. Mm-hmm. So that's a contrast with the Buddhist nun, where there's a, um, a beauty in those features. And um, our character is, is etched um, in our face and in our energy and our being. And at any point in our life, do you know, we've got, there's a choice point of going down the path of um, being self-centred, self-indulgent, not caring about harming other people, or a choice point of waking up out of that self-centred dream. And um, it's not as though by doing that that we're not marked by the passage of time, like the bowl, or like our face. Um, but in, in, in the face of a mature-aged person, you know, who's woken up out of that dream, it's a very different kind of face. It's the, it's the face which is the human equivalent of the, of the golden repair in the bowl. So it's a different way of understanding healing. It's maybe what you might refer to, even though I don't particularly like the word, but a spiritual kind of healing. You know, it's, not, it's not cosmetic surgery, just covering everything up, but allowing everything to show in the history. <laughs>